beep, 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 beep. This is fine. Everything's fine. Cue the fire. Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. I've heard people say really surprisingly good things about it for something that was just kind of like a cheaper version. I, I'm really impressed that so many people like it. Nice. I actually yeah, those get that cons are really tiny. Yeah, I get the carpal tunnel numb hands, and like I gotta like stretch my arms out every like thirty minutes to an hour. I feel like that's yeah, healthy to do anyways when you're playing games, but it it is. <laughs> but now it's just now I feel old. <laughs> I wonder. I kind of wish that they would come out with like that purple see through, like they used to do. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, there's a com- what, oh good. I was gonna say there's a company that actually customizes Joy Cons for you, and one of the things that they do is they will take out the plastic casing and they will make it like the see-through ones, and you can choose the different color, uh, you know, plastic essentially for each of your Joy Cons. Uh, that oh. is an actual thing. You have to send in your Joy Cons, and then they refurbish them and do what they want to do with them and send it back to you. Oh, I think wow. it's like I think it's like sixty or eighty bucks, but it's super cool. I've seen some that like do the style of like the Super Nintendo with like the light gray and purple and stuff like that. Like that. Yeah, be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, let's but go. It's still just is as awesome. Great as like I remember when I got Pokemon Red and a Game Boy for like my birthday as a kid and how much I loved it. I literally played that game for you know probably hundreds of hours. I had 149 Pokemon on the Pokedex, and then a kid was playing it and he erased over the one <gasps> game you get. <sighs> It was, dude. It was traumatic. I I definitely cried. And so that like really shows, like it stuck. It's traumatic. Ryan finally dude. got it, and I'm so proud of him. It, it, she's so proud of me for beating Pokemon. Hey, <laughs> like let me be proud adult. of you. <laughs> let me be no, proud of you. Pokemon Eevee is so good because it take like I I could actually just get to this in another game I'm playing in a second, but like. Pokemon Eevee does, or Let's Go Eevee, does what a modern game, like replaying Pokemon, you know, red, blue, or yellow, 20 years later, like it solves a lot of those little things, like just making the menus way faster and making it like more bright and colorful and have like being able to see the Pokemon so you can run around them. Yeah, I think I'm fine either way. I think that like just the quality of life, things like that, make it a really fun game. Like I definitely played it all the way through and enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, when I when I looked at it as like this is a separate game that's not meant to be a fully fledged like Pokemon RPG, I was okay to like get past the you don't battle Pokemon thing. Um, mm-hmm. And somebody made a really good point that it was like, well, what are you trying to do with the game? Because you know everybody's beaten Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow, but like this is more of a collectathon. So like you should streamline the process of collecting them, which is what they did, you know. And now and there's also so many to collect even going forward with these new games that it's like, well, you know, this might actually be the method to catch them from here on out or something because there's so many and the only feasible way to do it would be this way. Yeah. I'm excited. There's so many good games like Ori in the blind forest comes out or I think it is out now and yeah, I, I really think out. I'm going to pick it up. Um, but I, I've just been playing um, not in relation to like October or anything, but uh, on the iPad, I started playing the stranger things video game that's on there. And it's like, basically a original nintendo-esque game but it's stranger things so you play as uh hopper and like you're going you know going into the upside down and into all this stuff and it's like i don't play a whole lot of retro like those 8-bit games so i i know a lot of them are really good but playing this one i'm like man this is like 
this is what a an original Nintendo game made today is like. Like it's super fast. The menus are super quick. You know, it's colorful. Like it's just it's a lot of fun to play. Um, so not really like not a pick, but I've been playing that a lot. And it's over the last couple of days. It's like it's it's really fun. It's really enjoyable. Title um, game Campo is Santo. awesome. You yeah. should definitely check it out because that's something you and Rachel will want to play together. Date night. Because it's nice. kind of, it's a little puzzle-esque in a sense. And it's just perfect. It's Sounds just like fun. my you, game. Right. Like you <laughs> and Rachel should seriously just sit down for a night and just play that. You will have a blast. Dude, yeah, that sounds awesome. So, so. Ryan, when we doing it. <laughs> Entitled Goose Game. Uh the Goosteenth of October. Goosteenth. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So so you want to hear how dumb I am and my wife is still not let me live this down because uh, you said the the goose teenth of October so yeah. a, a couple that's of not years your anniversary ago, is it <laughs> a couple of years ago there was this post on Facebook when there was an, uh, Friday the 13th in October mm-hmm. uh, I think it was like two years ago maybe it was three or four I don't remember but Somebody made a post on Facebook jokingly saying like, oh man, did you know that Halloween is on Friday the 13th this year? (laughs) And my brain read it as Friday the 31st, you know, thinking like, oh yeah, that's Halloween or whatever. But like, but I still was like, oh my God, honey, did you know that Halloween's on Friday the 13th? And she like (laughs) looks at me and is like, oh my God, I married an idiot. And she still won't let me live it down. So like every year around Halloween, she's like, Hey, is it um, is it on the, the Friday here. the Thirteenth this year? <laughs> that's what all those movies were about, right? That's what it's about. It's all Halloween. <laughs> the guy with the mask. <laughs> that's awesome. I could see that though. Like you get numbers in your head. Mistake. Like I've definitely done that. Where you see one. Th- Heck, I mean, even on the show, I listen back when I edit. I'm like, I literally just said like four words out of order. Like I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> that's okay. All right. Uh, yeah, man. A lot of good games. Uh, shall we get to some trivia? We yes. should. All right. Well, this is the 29th ever episode. We have four rounds of wonderful questions. Uh, each round has a different theme and style. We'll explain as we get there. And uh, you will get to earn points and buy for all the pumpkin spice in the world. Yes. So October. I want all of it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> We've clearly I just divided you found all the people in the world who moment. don't like pumpkin spice, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> there it's are so Rachel's of the world and there are the Ryan's and Stu's of the world. <laughs> I'm okay on this side. This corner is the good one. We're festive. Hey. Or, all you right. know, to each, you know. <laughs> I wonder what, like, uh, <laughs> what thing pumpkin spice flavoring is derived from other than the spices themselves. Because, like, the pumpkin. Either way, <laughs> Starbucks will sell it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They will, and you will buy it. And you will buy it, right. I had a pumpkin donut today from Dunkin'. Ooh. Just because it was there. I wasn't going to buy a donut, and then it was pumpkin, and then I did. You have to. All right. If you're ready, we'll start, as always, with general trivia. General trivia. Each question is worth two points. Uh, Call out when you know it. Question number one. In Monopoly, name either of the first two properties that you can purchase after Go. Stew. Stew. This is not right. Uh, <laughs> Baltic? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is right. It is, in fact, right. Is it Baltic Avenue? Yeah, Baltic Avenue and Mediterranean Avenue are the first two uh, of their type. Uh, yeah, Mediterranean and Baltic are the uh, first 
set uh, either. I've seen it both as brown and purple. Yeah. Um, they're kind of fairly interchangeable there. All right. Two points to Stu there. Question number two. What actor, uh, and I need the actor, accepted his iconic role on the condition that he would be able to enter the first scene carrying a cane and walking with a limp? <laughs> Stu had one of his patented 14 seconds. I'll <laughs> give it to Stu there. Gene Wilder. Yes, this is Gene Wilder. Uh, he would enter the first scene carrying a cane, walking with a limp, because from that point forward, the audience wouldn't know if the character were lying or telling the truth. I that love it. Gene Wilder's iconic uh, Willy Wonka, one of my favorite movies. Uh, two points to stew there. Dude, you, <laughs> as soon as you make any money, that family just comes out of the woodwork. All right, two points to stew there. Question number three. What book was created as a challenge to write using only 50 different words? This book has oh. since become one of the top five best-selling English language children's books of all time. Stew. Stew. Hop on pop? Uh, not hop on pop. Rachel. I've never even heard of that. It's a Dr. Seuss one. It is, yeah. Oh, okay. So Rachel. Uh, green eggs and ham? Yes. Yeah, Green Eggs and Ham, a uh, challenge to write one of his uh, beginner book, his beginner's children's books uh, with only 50 different words. So two points mm. to Rachel there. Woo! I get, <laughs> get stuff. Get stuff? Get stuff! And you, get stuff. Get stuff. <laughs> All right, well, you get two points. Qualifies as stuff. Yay! It's a stuff. It's a stuff. (laughs) Question number four. What two international cities are used in the phonetic alphabet? This is like Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta. Uh, What two international cities are used in the phonetic alphabet? No. I think I know one of them, but. It's not Indiana. Does anybody else have one of them? Is. Uh, it's not Indigo either, and it's not London. I, I don't know why I learned these. Like, I never formally learned these, but I know them fairly well. Uh, you grew up I in a is, family of pilots and wait. airline people. That's true, but I don't think that had anything to do with it. Uh, the I is India, uh, but country, not a city. The two you're looking for are Lima and mm. Quebec. Interesting. I knew it was L. I knew L was one. Yeah, I, would, I was completely off. Lima and Quebec. Uh, question number five. What James Bond novel and subsequent movie title were derived from the ad slogan for the De Beers Corporation? Nice. Diamonds are forever. Uh, Sean Connery's last Bond, I think. Sean Connery. Question number six. Last question of the round. Which Disney character had to prove himself to be brave, truthful, and unselfish? Stu. Stu. Pinocchio. Yes. Pinocchio. Nice. Nice job there. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And uh, we'll go to round number two, which if uh, is one we're bringing back. And if I recall, uh, was one that was loved and adored by all. This hints uh, that it wasn't. <laughs> this oh, was God. the uh, iconic <laughs> mnemonic. Oh, God. I'm so bad at mnemonics. Which uh, ironic is essentially an alternative way to remember a long string of uh, something. There's lots of different varieties. Uh, a couple here as a template would be like to remember if it's here or here, 
uh, as in like here at a place or what you hear, just remember that we hear with our ear. I'll always help you remember the spelling there. And uh, I like this one. If you're uh, trying to spell rhythm, just say rhythm helps you move. Or sorry, just says root. If you're trying to spell rhythm, <laughs> just say rhythm helps your two hips move. That'll help you remember how to spell it. Oh. So I've got six questions cool. here, uh, a couple different varieties of things. I'll explain them, but uh, essentially you have to give me the uh, topic, like what the actual mnemonic is helping you uh, remember. So call it when you know it. Two points if you get it right. Question number one, to make sure you're doing everything in the right order, just remember, quote, please excuse my dear Aunt Susie. Stew. Stew? So you're, so you're looking for, like, what this is trying to help you remember? Yeah. So essentially, okay. the first letter of everything is going to help you identify the order of something right. that you remember. Right. But so the answer is, the like, what that thing is, not exactly what each exact letter is, right? Right. It wouldn't help to just tell okay. me the first letter of that whole, of every word in that phrase. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, this one is the order of, um, like mathematical uh equations or uh formulas that you use in order to uh solve what's within uh parentheses yeah um i'll give you yeah. that uh, your order of operations order of operations there yeah. we go i couldn't remember the exact terminology <laughs> for it thank you yep. to uh make sure you're doing everything in the right order just remember please excuse my dear aunt Susie, or you know uh, the letters are p-e-m-d-a-s or parentheses exponents multiplication division adding and subtraction <laughs> right, two points to stew there uh question number two it doesn't take a whole year to remember that quote mother visits every monday just stays until noon doesn't take a whole year to remember that quote mother visits every monday just stays until noon probably unless it's my mother I like I, mnemonics are like something that actually made it harder for me to learn something. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> you you might have heard this one under a few different ones. There's definitely a lot of different ways to uh Could, to say them, but uh, it doesn't take a whole year to remember that quote. Mother visits every Monday, just stays until noon. Probably. No guesses. So this is a lot, a, a lot of them, a lot of characters to keep track of. The letters you could probably suss out if you had known them, or you know, if you're thinking through them. But M V E M J S U N P, which is sometimes there or not. Uh, this would be uh, planets in our solar system. Oh, it doesn't take a whole year to remember that. But Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. And then I threw in probably because Pluto, you know, RIP. <laughs> I was thinking it was something with like a calendar and then something with like holiday, holidays or something like Via's Valentine's Day. Like that, the year had me going with that too. Yeah. yeah. That was good. All right. Question number three. If you love counting as much as they do, just remember that, quote, I value xylophones like cows desire milk. If you love counting as much as they do. Stew. Stew. Uh, Roman numerals? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Nicely done. 
essentially on all of these, although they're going to get a little harder quick or a little <laughs> different. Uh, it's essentially just you have to piece together the first letter of every word in the quote. But uh, I value xylophones, IVX, like cows desire milk, LCDM. Two points to stew there. Question number four. One three five seven nine eleven will help you remember which organ in the body that is one inch thick, thick, three inches high, five inches wide, weighs seven ounces, and sits below ribs nine through eleven. Pancreas. Not your pancreas. <laughs> Still? The heart? Not your heart. You guys are on the right track. One three five seven nine eleven will help you remember which organ in your body that is one inch thick, three inches high, five inches wide, weighs seven ounces, and sits below ribs nine through eleven. Rachel. Two. Rachel can have it. Rachel. Gallbladder. Not your gallbladder. Still. I have another your, one. Uh, your spleen. Yes. That was it my other is one. Is your spleen? It's, well, it's, it's one three five thing. seven nine eleven. One of the squishy it's, it's ones. Just extra. All right, one point, Stu. There, uh, your spleen. Question number five. Uh, fill in the blank. So I'm going to give you a phrase with a blank. Uh, just fill that in. When two blank go a walking, the first one does the talking. May have to think about this one a little bit. When two blank go a walking, the first one does the talking. Tough one there. Mnemonics are so hard. When, when two, two blank. blank. Maybe I'll say when two blank go walk in together, the first one does the talking. All right, this one's a little tough here, but uh, it's when two vowels go a walk in, the first one does oh. the talking, like boat or meat or train. Sometimes, in general, uh, of course, this is English, so rules don't matter. But uh, <laughs> in general, the first vowel, if they're two together, the first vowel will generally lead credence to uh, how it is pronounced. Of course, there's nice. a thousand examples that probably disprove that. But again, English. So zero points there. Question number six. Last question of the round. Listen close and always remember. Elephants and donkeys grow big ears. Listen close and always remember. Quote, elephants and donkeys grow big ears. And then, uh, you know, just as a, a little bonus one, uh, I wrote down, what was the topic again? All I can remember is that the iconic monkey natelling eating means old nutshells in carpet. If you need a little help remembering how to spell mnemonic. Huh. <laughs> All right, that is halftime, and uh, Stu is killing it so far. I legitimately, there are no words to express how hard mnemonics are for me to understand. You might need a mnemonic <laughs> for how the words are so hard to figure out. They, like, legitimately, like, that is one thing my mind over years and years just cannot wrap. Like, cannot wrap myself around. You got a different kind of brain. It's okay. <laughs> too analytical <laughs> that's okay well this one may uh help a little bit this third round is uh board game taglines so i have a list of six taglines from famous board games maybe a few not so famous but uh should all mostly be gettable 
Uh, I will give you the tagline. You just call out when you know the game itself, and uh, each answer will be worth two points. Question number one. A game for your whole brain. Stew. Stew. Cranium. Yes. This is cranium. Woo. All right. Two points to stew there. Question number two. A game of culture. Crisis. Conflict. Uh, stew is there first. Settlers of Catan. Not Settlers of Catan. Rachel? Rachel. Seven Wonders. Not Seven Wonders. Uh, I'll tell you, this one's a hard one. This one's definitely wanna, the hardest one of the round. Do you, <laughs> you want to finish the, the question? Yeah. A game of culture, crisis, conflict, and civilization. This one's a hard one. I, I would doubt anybody else has played it. Uh, this would be Tigris and Euphrates. Whoa. Never heard of that one. All right. Uh, no points there. Question number three, a game of discovery, settlement, and trade. Rachel. Stu. <laughs> Rachel. Settlers of Catan. <laughs> yes. Kind of, uh, swiped it out from under Stu there, but. That's fine. A game she of earned it. discovery, settlement, and trade. That is, uh, 17 sheep for your brick. That would be Settlers of Catan. Only ever have sheep. <laughs> I always end up stuck with, uh, with bricks. That's generally my thing. Can we switch places? I know. I because feel like that's no. a good place like to be. Like <laughs> right. I like mine. All right. Question number four. A game of zany action on a crazy contraption. I was hoping you get that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is like that is the probably the only board game commercial I can remember is that catchphrase: "A game of zany action on a crazy contraption." It's that was trap. copyright. That was the gritty remake of Little Stewart. <laughs> Wait, is that the? I know there's that. one with a huge cast. It's not called Clue, I don't think, but it's like a murder mystery and it has like twenty people in the cast. I'm sure that would be good. Uh, I don't know. The other one I think is like literally out now or is about to come out. So I don't remember the name of it though. But question number five, an unsolved mystery with the usual suspects. Didn't really know how to lead into that one after that. <laughs> the movie is fantastic. When, when I was a kid, there was one time that we're playing Clue <laughs> and it's, you know, it's me and three of my sisters and we're all playing and one of them was notorious for being really good at Clue. And my dad just walks up and looks at everybody's cards for a second and then says what's in the envelope and then walks away and we check it. And he was 100% right. He's and the I was murderer. like, no way. We just started. Like, there's no way possible. And since then, he's never played it again. Go out when you're on top. <laughs> That's amazing. Right. Question number six. Last question of the round. The catch it. Guess it. Pass it game. Stu. Stu. Oh. Oh, wait. Catch it? Guess it? Pass it? Yep. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> no, because I was going to say bop it, but shit, that's not right. Not I can actually it. picture it because my parents had it, and I know exactly which game it is, and I honestly don't remember the name. The catch it? Catch it? Guess it? Guess pass it? Pass it game. It's all right there in the, in the clue, in the tagline. Catch it, guess it, pass it. Oh, go ahead, Stu. 
Is it catchphrase? Yes, it is catchphrase. Oh. Catch it, guess it, pass it game. It's literally the rules of catchphrase. Catchphrase is actually a lot of fun. Catchphrase catchphrase can be pretty fun. Mostly just people screaming all at the same time. Right, that's generally what it is. But every once in a while, you'll get like that weird bond with somebody and they just instantly know what you're going to say. Everyone's connection. (laughs) All right, that is the end of round number three. Ooh, really? Can, oh, I managed to make it out. Didn't think I would be able to make it tonight. Say. <laughs> All right. And the fourth, the final round, this is what comes next, where uh, I will give you a list of four items this time instead of the usual three. Uh, you need to essentially determine what the classification is that you're figuring out and then give me the next in line of that order. Um. Yeah. What comes next? Cool. Like I said, uh, these ones seem like they're a, a little hard, so I'm I'm giving you four clues. Hopefully, that helps things out a little bit. Buzz in when you know it. Each question guessed correctly is worth two points. Question number one: Kingdom, phylum, class, order. What comes stew. next? Stew. Uh, stew is there first. Is it genus? Uh, genus is what? Oh, okay. No, it's, it's not genus. It's, it's species. Genus. It's species. Sorry, it's not it's genus. genus. Okay. Brian, can you repeat it before I answer? Kingdom, phylum, class, order. What comes next? Number. Not number. Kingdom, phylum, class, order. order. What comes next? You know, there's a mnemonic for this. <laughs> Blind lost. <laughs> That's all you need. In fact, we might have done this mnemonic in the last time we played this. Uh, you guys got the other two in the ranks. Sorry, I was, I was a little thrown off with the way I have it written out here. Uh, you're looking for taxonomy rank, which you guys all, all got. It'd be kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, yeah. then oh, species. Man. So no points there. Question number two, dumb and dumber. Batman Forever, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, The Cable Guy, what comes next? Dumb and Dumber, Batman Batman Forever, Forever, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, The Cable Guy, what comes next? Stu? Stu. Bruce Almighty? Not Bruce Almighty. Rachel, do you have anything? I have a guess. I don't, I know exactly what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like at least like mm-hmm. what the list is. I haven't seen this movie is the mask. It's not the mask. Oh, that was a good guess. Uh, I can give you the years if it helps a little bit. So dumb and dumber, 94 Batman forever, 95 Ace Ventura. When, ne- when nature calls 90, also 95, the cable guy, 96, uh, this would be the 97 installment. Oh, what movie? Any other guesses? This would be Liar Liar. Oh, man. All right, no points there. Question number three. And normally I, I'm not a really big fan of him either, but man, Ace Ventura is a different, <laughs> a different <laughs> level of comedy. With Yeah. Although Truman Show is really good. Yeah, right. there were some good guesses there. Truman Show is, what, maybe 2001? 
yeah. Bruce Almighty's in the 2000s. Yeah, but Liar Liar. I think The Mask is maybe 96 or 7. Ooh, was that one of four. his movies I couldn't remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you did a good job. <laughs> nice job. Well, not a nice job because you guys get it wrong, but <laughs> good <Ouch>. talk. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Room for squares. Heavier things. Continuum. Battle studies. What comes next? Crap. Room for squares, heavier things, continuum, battle studies. What comes next? Man. Any guesses? I know Stu is panting over I, here. I know, what it, it I know what it is. I just, the last one I listened to is continuum. That's the problem. <laughs> I, would, I was not a big fan of battle studies and I stopped then. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's all on you. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you what it is, but I can't tell you what the album is. Yeah. This would be... It's all, uh, okay. Yeah, it's John Mayer albums. Mm-hmm. Chronological, uh, this would be his turn into the uh, weird Americana country-ish thing where he's wearing crazy, like, turquoise <laughs> and big hats and whatever. Uh, this is right. Born and Raised. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of dropped off at about that point, too. I have a lot of memories of just John Mayer playing in my house from my siblings. Like they listen to it a lot. So like I actually know quite a few albums. Although I will say one of the funniest John Mayer things I've seen is he hosted in probably the early 2000s for one episode on VH1. He had a thing called John Mayer has a TV show, which is basically just him running around doing random crap. Like he dressed up in a giant bear outfit and he would go into the parking lot and talk to fans. He's like, what's your favorite John Mayer album or song? <laughs> Neon droning. You know, your body was a wonderland was written about a dude. Is pretty funny stuff. He's actually, he's, he has a good sense of humor. Um, he had Tim and Eric direct one of his music videos. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, like a, rec- a recent one. You should check it out. Uh, no points there. Question number five. Uh, you certainly will all recognize this one. Turtle doves, French hens, calling birds, golden rings. What comes next? Partridge in a pear tree. Not a partridge in a pear tree. Stew. Stew. Six geese a laying. Yes. Six Man, they were geese a laying. So 12 days of Christmas gifts uh, going from kind of reverse chronological there. All right. Two points there to Stew. Maybe uh, six geese a laying. Question number five. I'll give you years here. I won't even hide it. Uh, Schindler's List, 93. Forrest Gump, 94. Braveheart, 95. The English Patient, 96. What comes next? What was 97? No, what 98 was. Wrong. Titanic. I knew what 97 was. <laughs> can, you, can you describe the category? This would be Best Picture Winner by the Year. For a second, I thought it was like Tom Hanks movies, then I thought it was Spielberg films, and then I just sure. didn't know. It was my honor today to take you on a journey. <laughs> question number six. Last question of the game. Uh, you will all also recognize this one. Ginny, Ron, Fred and George, Percy. What comes next? Rachel. Rachel. Bill. Not Bill. 
Stu, I thought you were going to know this one. I am drawing a complete blank. And I'm really disappointed in myself. <laughs> Another guess, Rach? I'm trying to remember. It's there somewhere. I don't remember. All I can think of is Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> the OG Fred and George. <laughs> Ginny, Ron, Fred and George, Percy. Uh, you got the oldest, but you're looking for Charlie. Oh, yeah, that's my the one God. I couldn't remember. Charlie and then Bill. This would be the Weasley children by age. So no points there. But uh, no. that is the end of the game and a pretty titanic landslide here. Uh, Stu crushing it with 17 points for the win. What? <laughs> nice job, Stu. Uh, that is the end of the game, and we can get into a few picks. Uh, this year, we have uh, been giving out some picks at the end of each episode. Uh, a couple of us give a movie, a game, TV experience, something like that that we recommend you check out. Uh, Rachel, you have a pick. Yes, so I have a Netflix show I've been watching recently. It's called This Is Us. Um, it's, a, it's actually a Morgan Freeman show. It basically talks about like the little things that bring us together as humanity and the different way different cultures express it and, you know, and does a lot of uh, basic interviews with people showing like how they're bringing it to, I guess, life, for lack of a better way to say it. Okay, easy, easy to get a little mixed up, but the story of us and uh, you can find that on Netflix, right? Yes. Nice. Uh, awesome. Yeah, so far, just the couple episodes I saw really good. Um, awesome. And uh, so check those out if you're listening, uh, if you're listening at home and you have a pick. Uh, actually, I have a request. We may have to do an Instagram post about this, but this is the uh, month of October. Uh, I am determined this month, this year, to finally watch the Blair Witch Project, which I, for like three years in a row, I told myself I was going to watch over Halloween and never get around to it. About like I watch documentaries and stuff about it, but I just haven't actually sat down and watched the movie. But if you're listening, let us know on Instagram or Twitter or email at thingsgotwrong at gmail.com. If you could make the four of us watch a Halloween themed movie, let us know. Uh, I had my eyes covered the entire time and I didn't see a thing. <laughs> I wanted to sleep for the next two weeks, so I didn't watch it. Uh, yeah. But uh, you can. Uh, Check us out on Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, find the website at thingsigotwrong.com to check out all the past episodes and show notes and more. The uh, next episode will be released around October 30th. That will be the Halloween special round robin. So uh, let us know some of your picks there. Four of us will be reading questions. So check out that. Uh, congratulations, Stu. On a big win. Nice job, Stu. And uh, thanks. Thank to you very much. Good Stu job. Stu job. Good. And uh, <laughs> we will see you later. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.